What's going on, everybody? Good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Marley, and welcome back to The Writer's Block. This is the podcast where we explore the thoughts, the conversations happening between the songs that ultimately inspire the music. Look, I want this to be a chance for artists of any medium to take a step back, find new inspiration, and hop back to it. Hopefully, this podcast gets you out of that rut that we call The Writer's Block. What's up, people? Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Marley, if you're here for the first time. And if you're not here for the first time, like I said, welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you came back, too, by the way. Um, As promised, I'm going to tell you guys how my life has been. It's a funny story. Uh, Yesterday, which is Tuesday, um, I started to record the podcast thinking it was Wednesday. I go outside, I take the trash out like I do on Wednesdays, and I notice that none of my neighbor's trash is out. Now, usually I'm the last person to put trash out, so I find this to be a weird situation to be in. Luckily, I had my phone on me, and I realized, after I looked at my phone, that it was Tuesday. So, embarrassed, because my neighbors are out there, I walk back to where my trash can is kept, and I put the trash can back. I then go in the house... And set up the podcast, not remembering that I just looked at my phone and it was Tuesday. I did one take of the podcast and I didn't like it. I was like 30 minutes in. So I scrapped it. I do another take, the second take, and I didn't like that either. So I scrapped it. The third take, I ended up saying something along the lines of, hey, guys, it's a crazy story. I just went to take my trash out and realized it wasn't Tuesday. In that moment, I then again realized, or I'm sorry, that it wasn't Wednesday. In that moment, I then again realized that it's not Wednesday. Why am I recording the podcast? So that's what happened on Tuesday. Now, if you follow me on social media, you also know that I was going to tell you guys why I'm in my room. Normally, I record this podcast in my studio, but I'm in my room because a sink overflowed. And uh, part of the upstairs in my house has been flooded. It leaked from a bathroom into my studio. And that's why I'm in my room. Since then, today, actually, they started demolition. Uh, So the floors are pulled up and, um, you know, some of the walls are taken out. It's a crazy thing, you know, seeing this whole process when you flood a house. But nevertheless, here we are. I'm excited. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. I had a pretty good day at work. Hopefully yours was good as well. Um, As always, I'm going to tell you the weather as I look out my window. It's cloudy, a little bit of rain. It's decently cool. It's not super hot, which I'm pretty happy about because it was getting real summer-like out there and um, I just wasn't for it. Not yet. Not yet. But we're going to go ahead and get into this episode brought to you by, no, I'm kidding. I don't have any sponsors yet. If you want a sponsor, hit me up. That'd be awesome. (laughs) But anyway, this episode is all about comparison. I figured I would start with a quote and this quote is by Ian A. Gardner and it just hit me. It was super dope. It says, comparison is the enemy to creativity. Ooh, let that sink in. (laughs) Uh, This episode was inspired um, by someone. This is the first time it happened. Uh, Someone hit me up. They said, yo, you should do 
your podcast episodes, one of them, on seeing other people's numbers and growth and how it can affect creativity. I was super hyped. Why? Because this is the first time that anybody has suggested what I should talk about on this podcast. Now, if you have a suggestion, please, please, please keep it to yourself. No, I'm kidding. Please send it in. I would love to, you know, hear what you guys um, want, to, want, want to hear me talk about. Jeez, I'm always tripping over words. But I would love to hear what you guys want to hear me talk about uh, so I can kind of tailor the podcast to you. You know what I mean? It's all for you guys. It's all for you. Um, anyway, so by the way, the guy who uh, texts me, um, oh, if you want to get the podcast suggestion thing going on, just DM me. I'm on Instagram, Marley Makes Music. That's M A R L E E Makes Music. Um, and yeah, DM me because that would be great. But the person who hit me up this time, Harrison, if you don't know him, he is one of the dopest and probably the dopest photographer in Salisbury, Maryland. Um, he just has a unique style. I think the, the guy is going places for real. Um, he's young in the photography, uh, arena and he's already dope. So to me, he can, he can only grow from there. Uh, just a real unique, um, style of photography and, and a willingness to kind of learn and try and experiment with new stuff. And I think that's what makes any of us great, you know, just being open to new stuff. So, sorry, I had to take a sip of water. (laughs) So we're going to get into this podcast. And like I said, it's all about comparison and how it can affect us. Um, I wanted to figure out a baseline, right? Like a foundation to talk about uh, as it pertains to comparison. So I found out that... (sighs) We spend 10% of our day, 10% of our lives in comparison. It's a crazy thing to me. Um, now, granted, some of that might be good. You know, it is actually, and I'll tell you why. And some of it, most of it is bad. Um, they actually did a, a uh, an experiment, or it's more of a theory, and it was proposed by this dude in 1954. The guy's name is Leon Festinger. And he is a psychologist, was a psychologist. I don't know if he's living still. But the social comparison theory is the idea that individuals determine their own social and personal worth based on how they stack up against others. Now, that sounds just about right. I think it's super accurate. Um, The research showed that people who regularly compare themselves to others may find motivation to improve. If that's you, kudos, pat yourself on the back. But I think that the majority of people are the second part um, because they may experience feelings of deep dissatisfaction, guilt, or remorse, and engage in destructive behaviors. Mm. If that sounds like you, you're not alone. Uh, I think that for me, one of the things that I compare myself to is myself. I know that may sound, you know, weird or, or meta or whatever you want to say, but I think it's true. I think a lot of us do that, you know? Um, and usually it's not to improve. I think usually it's, it's, so it's around or it's based around what other people think or what we think other people's might, other people might think. I can never get my words straight. This is crazy. But what does that look like for me? 
it looks like, hey, man, I put this album out last year, this song out last year. People loved it. And then before I know it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, can I do better than what I did? Now, granted, that can be a good thing, right? You want to improve. You want to grow. You want to evolve. So if you're just saying, hey, my project was dope last time, I'm trying to build upon that. I'm trying to be the best me I can be. Then great. I think that's a good thing. But if you're like, yo, what are people going to think if this sucks? Uh, what are people going to do if this sucks? Am I going to get as many likes uh, from everyone if this sucks? I think that's a bad thing. I ultimately think that it can lead to a paralysis of sorts. And for me, it has, right? I actually have a line in a song that says, oh, it's on the Autumn and August project, by the way. If you haven't heard it, it's on SoundCloud. One of my favorite um, projects from me. But anyway, it says... I often wonder how the world sees me. That thought alone has let the world seize me. And I think that's how it happens. Um, we begin to compare ourselves usually to our past self, most of the time to our past self, in this fear-based reality. Um, and for me, like I said, it was contingent on other people. What are they going to do if this isn't as good? And it ultimately per, uh, paralyzed me. It made me say, well, you know, I'm not going to put this project out. And I didn't say that in a, on a conscious level. It was more subconscious. It was like self-sabotage in a way. And so I think that's one of the things that can happen when you begin to compare yourself to yourself, um, but based around other people's thoughts or based around what you think other people's thoughts are going to be. The second one is a little more obvious, and that's comparing yourself to others. Now, within this one, there's two things that you need to know. There's upward comparison, and there's downward comparison. Now, upward, what that looks like is you saying, yo, let's say you're a, a, an artist, like drawing. You're like, yo, I'm trying to be Da Vinci. And if it's not, and by the way, I don't know, I'm obvious. you know what, Basquiat. I'm trying to be Basquiat. I'm trying to be the the Warhols of the world. Um, that's upward comparison because you're viewing them as superior, right? Downward comparison is amongst my peer group, such and such is getting this type of recognition and I don't even think they're better than me. You're viewing them as an inferior. So that's a downward, compre uh, downward compression, downward comparison, okay? And like I said, these pertain to you comparing yourself to other people. Now, I don't really think, well, obviously, I don't think that comparing yourself to other people is good. Why? Because I think it ends up leading to a stunting in your creative process and your creativity and your creative genius. The reason I think that is because you're busy trying to be someone you're not. And if you're doing that, you begin to sacrifice who you are to achieve it. Now, why would we do that? Someone in there or anyone in their right mind wouldn't like, if you hear it at face value, you're like, yo, mm -mm, that ain't me. Uh, but if you really think about it, especially with social media, 
you're doing it because of likes, engagement, perceived success, right? If you feel like such and such, let's call it um, Billy, we'll call it Billy. Let's say Billy down the street is doing the same exact thing you're doing. For me, it's music. So Billy is making music down the street. And for some reason, whether it be Billy went viral or Billy put in the work, um, I'm sitting and I'm thinking, Billy doesn't deserve these likes. He's getting a bunch of likes because he put in the work or he went viral or whatever. And I'm just, I'm not in, I'm not in agreement with it. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, I'm better than Billy. Why is Billy getting the likes? That usually causes you to imitate Billy. And if you're imitating Billy, you're not being yourself. And if you're not being yourself, you're not being authentic. And if you're not being authentic, people feel it. I don't think that you can hold up a facade for long. So when you're being or when you're not being yourself, it shows. People can can really feel that. They don't even have to think about it. They just know, uh, that's not sitting right with me. Water break, hold on. So that's comparison to others. Um, and like I said, I don't think it's a good thing. I don't even know that it can be a good thing. Like, you know, some comparison is good because it makes you improve. And maybe, you know what? No, I'm going to change that. Comparison to others, I do believe, can be a good thing. It can be a good thing. Um, but it's a very thin line there. I think that you can... You can dance around that line and it's just easy to fall off either way. Um, if you're looking at somebody and you're saying, man, you know, I want to be like them <laughs> and not because of the likes, but just, I admire the way that they can put, you know, words perfectly or, you know, whatever though. I admire the way that they draw. If I begin to work like them, I think I can get there. That's cool. I think that's improvement. But like I said, when you're looking at such and such and they've got so many likes and now you're trying to be them, I don't think that's a good thing. I think it robs you of your actual um, unique creative genius. Now, social media, here we go. I think social media has caused us to compare even more. In fact, that 10%, I feel like, is probably an underestimation. Um I think it might be somewhere around 20%, 30%, especially for people like my age and younger because we're on social media. And the reason social media, I think, affects it now is because social media has a limitless amount of people. Now, it's one thing if we didn't have social media and you're comparing yourself to five people in your hometown. Cool. But with social media, let's say Instagram, we're bombarded with people who we may feel look better than us or have achieved some higher level of success or drive a fancier car than us. Um, and there's a bunch of them. I see them all the time. There's a bunch of those people on social media. So we now run into the issue of I'm given so many opportunities to compare myself. Um, I think that kills your creativity, right? You see certain things that, that resonate with you. And I think that's a good thing. Like you're looking at 
Billy. <laughs> You're looking at Billy. Billy has, you know, exercised and he, he looks great and he's got a fancy car and blah, blah, blah. I think when you see those things, they resonate with you because you know somewhere on some kind of level that you can achieve it too. That's a good thing. And I think that's important to note simply because, yes, comparison may not be good in certain times, certain ways, but I think it does let you know what you desire and what you can achieve. Now, the issue comes in when you're not willing to put the work in and and figure out how you can get that, right? Like it's just you looking at the likes and, and, and wishing that that was your life. Um, I think that that can cause sadness, depression. I think that it can cause a whole plethora of issues when you're not achieving based on what other people um, are showing you. And the fact that social media is really all perception, like I've seen places in like Cali where you pay 40 bucks an hour and you can go into this like private jet set and take pictures. Um, People post stuff like that all the time. People put inflated numbers on Instagram, you know, and they pay for followers. And if you're comparing yourself to that, you're trying to live up to this unrealistic expectation. Now, it's not unrealistic in the sense that some people are doing it. I do believe that. But it's a very few uh, among us that are doing it to, to a huge level. And the people who are doing it in, in an honest way, to be, to be completely frank with you, I think they work their asses off. And if they don't, you know, if there was some sort of viral thing that happened, I think unless they quickly learn to work, um, they'll fall back to the level that they were at. Uh, there's a quote actually by Jim Rohn. And he says, um, if you get a million dollars, you better become a millionaire quick so you can keep the money. That type of success is just a symptom of the person they've become. So at the root of it, I think you're just not that person yet. And you have to work on yourself to achieve that type of success. Um, And that's in any field. It doesn't matter if you're doing music or if you're doing whatever you're doing. And you have to be honest with yourself, I think, at a certain point. Like I know for me, I am not disciplined, right? Like I know the things that I have to do in order to be successful, quote unquote, um, especially on social media, to have the likes, to have the engagement. Um, But I don't do them more often than not. And if I do those things, I also lack consistency. And we should all know that, you know, consistency is a superpower. Like it's the thing that actually will get you to where you want to get. Um, I heard somebody say, it's not the power of the water that puts, that chisels away at the rock. It's its persistence. It's the, it's the consistency of the water. It's the water constantly beating against the rock that actually chips it away. It's not the power at all. So I think if we look at that, or if you take that thought and apply it to your life, you'll understand what you're doing or not doing quickly. Um, and I think that's important to do, especially on social media. Now, by comparing yourself to others, not only do you lose time, 
that could have been invested in your own life, right? Like we all know death scrolling. We're sitting there, we're looking at it, everybody's life, blah, 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 constantly scrolling, 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 scrolling. I do it all the time um, to the point where I was scrolling on TikTok at one point in time and uh, they used to have this thing that said, hey man, you've been scrolling too long. You might want to, you know, get up, go outside, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, you get in these death scrolls, you're scrolling, you're looking at people's lives. And now before you know it, it, you've taken two hours, three hours, whatever it may be out of your life. And that's time that you could have actually been figuring out things to get those likes. Right. So it robs you of your time, um, but it also robs you of your own thoughts while you pursue them, while you pursue their originality. You're now sacrificing your own originality. Like I said, you're trying to become who they are because of their perceived success, right? I believe that if you keep disrupting your own work with the work of others, you'll never, ever, ever, ever get to express your own ideas. And I think that's very important. They have their likes. They have their style. The world has that. That's great. But I think the world needs you. I think the world needs, you know, each of us. I think we have our own unique thing. And it's not to say that you're not doing what someone else is doing. That's like the bread aisle, right? You go down the bread aisle, all of it's bread, but everybody's selling it. And other people, the consumers are buying it. There's a whole bunch of brands of bread. It's all the same. I mean, you know, Minus or, or a few things, minus some things. But at the root, it's all the same. And people still, like Wonder Bread is still popping. They're not being robbed of anything, you know what I mean? So if you're a musician, uh, there's a thousand, there's a million other musicians. There's probably a thousand in your hometown, unless you live in a small town. But um, there's a bunch of them, but you still have your own unique thing that you can bring to the market um, and if you're comparing yourself, if you're trying to get those likes, if you're trying to get that engagement and you end up trying to be someone who has those things, you won't be unique. You'll just be another cookie cutter artist. And that's terrible. You're robbing the world. Um, I also think in group settings, I don't know if you guys do it. Let's once again, music, you know, you have sessions with people. If you're comparing yourself to those people, you're sitting in there with a room of, let's say you're in the room with Adele. And, and, you know, whoever, ASAP Rocky, I don't know. I'm just throwing names out there. But let's say you're in a studio session with them and you're looking at them like, oh my gosh, man, they've got this success, blah, 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 blah. The problem comes in when you stop of like voicing your opinion. You're not even throwing lyrics out anymore because you're thinking, you're overthinking, but you're thinking about, hey, I may not be as successful as them. Why would they listen to me? And once again, that deprives not only the world of, of something that you could have added, but it deprives that group. I think that you got to realize people need your uniqueness, your unique creative genius. The world actually needs it. Also, focusing on the numbers, right? In and of itself or, or by itself, terrible thing. And here's why. It's a double-edged sword. When you're up, and you focus on the numbers. Let's say you post something, you post some of your art or a picture or whatever, and you notice, hey man, you know, this got a thousand likes. Oh my gosh, I'm on top of the world. 
two things happen. Um, number one, that's comparing yourself to, to, to yourself. And you'll begin, I think, to try and, and recreate that, right? You're trying to get lightning to strike again. When you do that, you're not creating anything original anymore. You're not growing. You're stuck in this mode of, hey, I need to do this to get this. I need to do this picture to get this many likes. Instead of pushing the envelope for yourself, instead of creating something new, and that becomes an issue. The second thing that you're doing is you're living by the applause. At face value, there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, man, people are clapping for me. They're, they're liking my stuff. I should celebrate this. And you should. You should take time to yourself to be like, man, I've come from, you know, whatever, whatever. 20 likes, now I'm getting 200. That's great. You should celebrate that. But just know, fine line. If you live for the applause, you'll die by the critique, right? So now when they put up all the stuff that's bad about your, your art, you're down on yourself. So like I said, it's a, it's a two-edged sword. And I think you have to be aware of that in all that you do, by the way. Not just, not just your art, but anything. You have to be aware of that. So the question becomes, when you're comparing yourself, when you're on social media and you're looking at the likes or the engagement of other people, when you're on social media, you're looking at their following and um, you're wondering why you don't have that. Are you doing it to improve yourself or are you doing it because you're afraid that you may never have what they have? I think that's the important question you're going to have to ask yourself. I think that's what matters. Yo, yo, if you enjoyed this episode of The Writer's Block, make sure you tune in every Wednesday. If you're an artist, you're gonna love it. I want this podcast to be your home. I want it to be a place for you to take a step back, find new inspiration, and get back to doing what you love, what you do best, and that's creating. So make sure you join me on Wednesdays, and hopefully I can get you out of that rut that we call The Writer's Block. I remember those nights stuck in my head, sun in your eyes. Stuck in my bed, yeah, yeah